it's Jen the Builder. And Corey. Happy Earth Day, everyone. Yes. Welcome to Earth. And now, take me to your leader. <laughs> Welcome, Earthlings. <laughs> Peace. Love. Unity. And respect. By the way, I'm bringing that up because I love when I learn things from younger people. And so that was a learn. Um, it They say plur. Now, apparently, and I know everyone's like, oh, Jen makes up acronyms. This has got to be her thing. It's not. It's actually, um, it comes from raves. From what? A rave. Oh, a rave. Yeah, that's like their language. So they say plur. Mm-hmm which means peace, love, unity, and respect. So I got to jump in here because <laughs> I had no idea what she was saying to me. And one day, <laughs> Jen just starts saying, plur, <laughs> plur. And I'm like, what uh... are you saying? And she says, plur. And then she begins to break it down. And I'm thinking to myself, heck no, this is not, not real. This is not real. <laughs> and so true story, she calls our daughter. And does the same thing. Plur. Plur. <laughs> <laughs> and in true form, Michaela says, Mom, what are you talking about? <laughs> so Jen is the cool mom and the cool wife who knows all the cool sayings. So plur. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. And I think it's so perfect for what we're talking about. First of all, Cora, I love that you said, hey, Jen, for Monday's episode, Let's make sure to do Earth Day. Yes. And I don't think this is a topic that we've ever highlighted, ever, honestly. Ever, ever. And I'm really concerned about our Earth. So, um, and not that I hadn't been in the past. It's just that, you know, people are taking chances on things and doing events that are, you know, hurting the Earth. And I really want to just, you know, speak on that. Awesome. So I asked a question before we started recording, mm -hmm. and I think actually your answer is a perfect segue into some of the things we're going to discuss. Uh, so the question was, is, Corey, do we, do we need the earth or does the earth need us? And it's my strong opinion that we need the earth and the earth needs us. And let me tell you why briefly, you know, without humans, the earth just kind of goes untended to. And yes, I'm sure it would eventually, you know, find its way. But, you know, there are planets that uh, exist that we haven't been able to take a little sneak peek at. Mm -hmm. And they're not doing so well because there's nobody there. Mm. So that's number one. And then, uh, without, you know, and vice versa, if um, we have no sun, no dirt, no ocean, things are going to be real strange. And as I said to Jen, you know, if we're too clean, we get, you know, infections. If we're too dirty, we get diseases. If, mm -hmm. we, if we don't have enough sunlight, then, you know, our uh, vitamin D is so deficient that, you know, we, we begin to have issues. If we don't have enough uh, downtime from, you know, the sun being down and the moon being up and uh, the sky being dark, you know, these are all things that, you know, aid the earth, aid us, allow us to function properly. So, yeah, I think we need uh, both of us need each other. Right. And I love when you talk to me about this, there's that balance. One depends on the other and the other depends 
On the other. Uh, yeah, yeah, on the one. On the one. Yeah. So I um, want to give some facts about Earth Day, things that we just learned. So it is on 422. So we are a couple days late, but very um, active according to Earth Day during the weekend. And we'll talk more about that. So let's see. It is celebrated in over 190 countries every year. And it started actually in 1970 by, I believe, the Senator, ugh, I want to say Wisconsin. Um, yeah, Senator of Wisconsin. And then it became just observed by everyone on planet Earth. Mm. Can you imagine, Corey, what that's like to coordinate an event of that magnitude? I actually can. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that sometimes those things have to happen. So, you know, you just have to begin the coordination on a very micro level and allow right. it to just. Oh, my gosh. I love that you said that because it shows how it started. So it's 1970, 20 years later, um, there were more than 200 million participants in more than 140 countries. Mm-hmm. So you start off with an idea and chew to the wonderful growth that we see in nature, that seeds planted, and then it's nurtured and then it grows, right? Yeah. And so here we are today. Um, growing up, Earth Day was not a big thing in, in my family. How about yours? Not at all. And it, it saddens me, <laughs> to be honest with you. And the reason why is because, you know, we what I realized as I've gotten to be a little bit more uh, seasoned and mature is that, you know, it's the simple things. It's the, the, the tiny things that we overlook. You know, when you're driving down the street and you see someone toss something outside the window, you know, that's damaging the earth. When you see someone with a plastic bottle and they, you know, toss it in, in the sand in the beach and it ends up in the ocean. Those are the things that, you know, smallly but slowly contribute to destroying a place that that we really need to be taking care taking care of you know absolutely so we're going to talk in a little bit about some of the organizations that are out there and i agree with you Corey. i'm sad that that wasn't anything i grew up with but the beautiful thing is we can change the trajectory of our generation and our generations to come Right. And make them make us be more conscious and aware of taking care of the earth. Yeah. So I wanted to shoot some ideas. Uh, A lot of people welcome new ideas, new habits to support Earth Day, which, by the way, should not just be one day. But we've always said that when we have these one day special um, holidays or events or remembrances like This is stuff, this is important enough to be throughout the year. So I made a pledge to enjoy a plant-based week. Now, yeah. I like that. And so I'm hoping that these seeds plant and, you know, I might enjoy it so much and that it becomes a thing. But my pledge is a plant-based diet for one week. Um, There's also... Some suggestions, of course, to either walk, take a bike, or carpool when you're going to work. I love that you and I carpool, 
And I was like, oh, it's something that we enjoy and it's taking care of our earth. Yeah. Another thing is I want to recognize the company that we work for because they say, you know, think about where you work and maybe there's some ideas you can bring to the company to um, take care of the earth. And so I thought about where we're at and just all the different things that we've done. Uh, So, you know, we have recycling containers everywhere. In fact, they just changed our eating utensils to um uh, eco-friendly um utensil yeah perfect and then we don't <clears throat> even have any copy machines anymore so we've reduced um the use of paper by quite a bit yeah i can use this word i've been really wanting to put it in and <laughs> so when they say to reduce your carbon footprint yeah yeah our carbon footprint is reducing. <laughs> <laughs> so what we've done in our home is we switched to paperless um, bills that we can get online. We totally do that, you know, via email so much easier. And then, uh, and we had to get used to it because we were so used to seeing our bills and that would be like our reminder. Yeah. Uh, so we had to build our habits and, had a couple of past due notices because we just forgot. Forgot. Um, <laughs> but I think we're pretty solid there now. Yeah, I think we're doing a lot better. And again, to reduce that footprint, you know, and, and trying to save some trees. And, you know, it, it used to bother me uh, a couple of years ago. Um, there were p- patterns that I would see where we were using paper that we didn't have to. That, that we, mm-hmm. and Even in, in, you know, not every workspace but just work environments typically um abuse the fact that they have so much paper so that everything is printed everything is copied everything is put out there and and with the digital age and with as much technology as we have we have the ability to do a lot of things on the phone on ipads on the computer that we just don't have to utilize paper uh, like that. And, and and you save trees. So I'm just really excited that, you know, we're eventually going to get to a point to where we can really reduce the amount of paper that we're uh, using on a daily basis. Exactly. And so that reminds me of like our moms, right? And our opportunity to provide education on how they might go paperless on, on most things. Yeah. Um, I love this one. And when I look at our home, I'm like, ooh. So the suggestion is to unplug, free up as many outlets as you can. Never. <laughs> <laughs> and I and I don't know the answer to this. I didn't have time to research this, but you know we have things plugged in, but they're not switched on. Mm-hmm. Someone told me that that still takes up energy. And then when I read this article about freeing up outlets, I didn't quite understand. Like, should we be unplugging things that we're not using? Or maybe we're utilizing too much. So just go ahead and plug, unplug. I don't know. So that part is a little bit tough for me personally, uh, only because, you know, I really have to have things oh, yeah. ready f- at the fingertips. And I'm, I'm not going to have to have one. Yeah, I'm not going to be crawling under desk, plugging right. stuff in because I didn't use it yesterday. You know, Right. OK, so understand what you, your job our company, Genco Sound Company, relies a lot on your studio equipment, plugging in for our instruments and things like that. Computers, of course. 
Um, but let me do some self-confessions here. Speaking of computers, I will keep a laptop plugged in just so that when I walk away or have to move around, like it's fully charged when I really, for the sake of the environment and my computer for battery life, like unplug the darn thing. Don't keep it plugged into a power source. So that's confession number one. Another thing is I love Sensi's. If anyone knows what a Sensi is, um, and if you don't, here it is. So they're these beautiful ceramic pots, warmers, and you put this wax in there and it lights up through a light bulb, right? It warms up and your whole home smells amazing. Well, I keep those plugged in and I quite I have quite a bit. Dun dun dun. <laughs> so I was all looking. And you know, I don't always refill the Sensi, so they're really just for aesthetics. So let me just put it out there. And I know someone out there with a great mind is already thinking this. So I'm just going to say it for you. So if you are uh, a Cincy advocate or a Cincy connoisseur. Or they're plugins too, right? I mean, there's different brands. Right. Uh, plugins, Glade. Cincy's, mm -hmm. Glade, whatever mm -hmm. it may be. Uh, there is a way to get those without having a plug-in. They have a candle version. Yes. That you can just light up and still use your Scentsy. It melts and uh, gives the aroma across the house, and, and you still are able to use it that way. Uh, part two is computers. If, you're, if you have or own a laptop, it's not good to leave it plugged in long-term anyway because it trains the battery. It teaches the battery that it's not charged completely, so then it loses its ability to hold a charge over the course of time. So you want to unplug your laptop computer, regardless of if you're using it or not. You just want to get it to optimal charge, and then you want it to drain completely till it pretty much dies. Yeah. And then you want to charge it again and then allow your battery to cycle properly. Otherwise, you're just kind of damaging your computer anyway. Yeah. I can just imagine people right now looking around in their environment like, oh, no, <laughs> some of us are running to unplug our laptops and things like that. So anyhow, unplug, uh, free up as many outlets as you can. Um, speaking of our home, home upgrades are upgrades are a big thing for Earth Day. So, for example. Oh, I like upgrades and I know where I know. you're going. Go ahead. I'd love to see. So, I mean, you got your thermostats and, mm -hmm. you know, a lot of the homes today are built properly. So you have the, the, the correct technology inside your home. But if you don't, then the uh, Edison, where we are, will upgrade your, your thermostat and the gas company will come out and do the insulation on your windows and insulation on your doors and make yeah. sure that you're, you're energy efficient and that you're helping the environment. Yeah, absolutely. And then, oh, speaking of where we work, what I love about our landscape is that it's using recycled water. Yeah, so for like, the lawn. Right, right. <laughs> so I think of our yarn, not yarn, lawn, lawn, and we have water sprinklers. <clears throat> so it's not recycled water. And then I've seen other people who upgrade their yard and it requires no water, whether it be the artificial it? turf. Yeah, I was going to say fake grass, but yes, artificial turf. Or when they do the cement or like a lot of succulents, desert type of um, 
plants, so it doesn't require a lot of water. Those are really cool to see. I, I would really, really be interested in doing that. Um, I have an issue with grass and lawns and right. mowing it every week, and it's just really strange to me in my mind. Now, I'm not putting that out. I'm not projecting that on anyone. That's just me. <laughs> but I've always been like that, even when I was a kid. I just want to put a PSA out there. Please never drink recycled water. Never attempt to hydrate by drinking recycled water. It's not good for you. So just wanted to put that out there. Yes. Thank you for that reminder. Another thing is light bulbs. Real simple. You know, um, switch them out to LED. Yeah. Lot longer lasting. I believe I saw an image where LED lights can last 25 years. Some, yeah. Yeah, it's amazing. Another thing, solar panels, we don't have that either. But newer homes, like you said, they're just very environmental, environmentally friendly. Right. So, and then our neighbors, I mean, they're all over the place. Great on saving energy, which means saving money. So that's cool. And then uh, leaky faucets. Oh, guilty. <laughs> yeah. So get those repaired. Um, I don't know that any companies come out, like how you mentioned Edison and the gas company, if they do that. I don't think so, but no, something to look just into. Just get a, a handyman or YouTube. And it's strange to say this because uh, there was a time when people just didn't know how to fix things. They didn't know how to get a hold of someone quickly to get something done. But if you YouTube it, let me tell you something. My sons, when they were well, oh, much younger, were trying to learn how to tie a bow tie. And they had asked, you know, five or six gentlemen that we, we were attending, attending this event. And uh, my son was playing his uh, baritone, uh, it's like a, a smaller tuba, and he needed to have his uh, bow tie tied. And no one knew how to do it. They mm. went on YouTube and figured it out just like that. So in the same way, if you got a leaky faucet or you got something that you need to fix up in the house, YouTube it, and you will be able to fix it almost instantaneously. Yeah, one of my high school friends, Heidi, she's a YouTube person. She's done her plumbing and everything, um, car stuff, right, under yeah. the hood. Same here. YouTube, amazing. Yeah. That's such a cool um, resource to have. All right. Uh, this one, being a socializer, I think is really cool for me, and... Uh, it mentions joining a group or going to a local event that focuses on these things. So like planting trees, right? Um, creating gardens for neighborhoods. And I love the community gardens where people partake in growing herbs and vegetables and fruits and stuff. And they're able to share. Yeah. And I think a lot of that is going to start popping up all over the place. You know, there's, and I'm going to just put it out there. There's threats of food shortages that are coming. Mm. So I, I can see communities coming together and saying, okay, I don't want to have this burden all on me and we can all, you know, pitch in and do this hint, hint. And then we can all protect our garden hint, hint. And then, you know, we can sustain life and yeah. the earth will provide for us and we'll provide for the earth. Cause believe it or not, the earth likes giving Fruit, vegetables, oh, and, yeah. and, and good stuff for us. She's to, a natural giver. A natural. I love it. I love it. Oh, Jen, you got to say this one. And this one was big for me because we're huge water drinkers. And yeah. we had a tendency, not understanding the the problem that we could be creating of just getting um, 
bottles of water, the little small bottles of water. And that's probably not the best route to go. There's other options out there. And I'd like for you guys to look into exploring that, you know, just to find out what would better suit your needs if you're a huge water drinkers like we are. Love it. So just two more things, you know, planting a tree is a thing. And if you are not physically able to plant a tree, uh, you can actually put money into organizations that do this. You can adopt a creature at a wildlife preserve. Like there's so many different things and I'm just like, Ooh, I want to do this. Ooh, I want to do this. But I will say this by next year. So April 22, 2024, um, the body home, or I call it the body abode is going to be in sync and very clear on what we're doing to take care of our earth. Awesome. I want to give back to her yeah. and all her amazingness. Um, for a list of organizations, they say there's over 20,000 now. Wow. I, I, I'm a big fan of Nat Geo. Like that for me speaks to me. Um, and just Google it and, and see what you can plug into. Absolutely. And if you're looking for other things to get involved in as far as, you know, aiding the earth, Pick up a magazine or maybe not a physical magazine, but on um, on your computer or on your laptop or on your, your device and, and start reading there because there's a lot of magazines out there that really help us uh, take care of this, this great place we live on. Absolutely. And I know, Corey, that we talked about how important it is to take care of the earth as the earth gives back to us. And I think she gets upset too. And she shows up that way when, <laughs> when um, we're, we're damaging her for sure. So uh, I got one more thing, Jim, before we go, um, I, I just really want to put this out there because, you know, we talk about taking care of earth and it takes us to take care of earth. So we got to take care of each other just as much as we're taking care of this earth. And I get it. Some people are more connected to plant life and dogs and animals, cats and horses and so forth and so on. But they need us just as much as they need the earth. So we got to take care of each other so we can do this great, wonderful work we're doing. I love that. And it's so important that that might that should be an episode. Um, but it is a very powerful P.S. So. A lot of taking care of. Yeah. A lot of that. And so let that be the thing that elevates you today, this week. Um, get the knowledge you need. Share the knowledge. Again, if you're working, look for things that you can bring to light um, to take care of where we live and who we live with. Yeah. When you know us to take the elevator, we say look up and let's elevate. elevate.